Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, a, uh, a man who has boosted my endorphins uh, many, many times. And it is a uh, true uh, joy to be able to, <laughs> to connect with him. John Cleese, who is coming along with Eric Idle uh, to Ruth Eckert Hall the 14th and 15th of this month. And I find it very interesting, John, that you've decided to come down when the weather is really nice. <laughs> it's, my, my life's mainly planned around avoiding British weather whenever I can. It's not even good in the summer, and it's a disaster in the winter. So when I had the idea of the tour, and I mentioned it to Eric, I said, let's go somewhere where the weather's really nice and where the towns aren't too far away so that we don't have to uh, fly a lot, do we? Eat flying. I'm six foot five and 76 <laughs> years old. I don't want to fly anymore. I don't, I don't want to be cold anymore. So we look to each other. Hurricanes should be gone. There are no guarantees, of course, but most of them should be gone by your arrival. I would rather have a hurricane every day than be in London during the winter. <laughs> I can I can bet. Hey, how does it feel um, to to be called a a comedy icon, a comedy genius? How does that feel? <laughs> Makes me giggle really because I think so much of this celebrity stuff is such rubbish. Um, but it's very very nice to know uh, that I've made people laugh. People stop me in the street sometimes they just say thank you very much for making me laugh and and of course i've made him laugh over a long period of time Mm -hmm. if people make you laugh you feel affection for them no matter how awful they are (laughs) i mean you take wc field i I would probably like to beat him almost more than any other dead comedian and the character he played of course was pretty unpleasant and i play in faulty tires i played basil forties an awful person really awful. <laughs> but if you make people laugh, they feel affection. That's really nice. And when I was a young comic, I used to be very anxious every time I went out on stage. And now I'm not very anxious, not because I have any idea that I'm that wonderful, because if people don't like what I do, they're not going to buy tickets. <laughs> so the audience is, pre- is pre-selected to be nice to me. I want to uh, talk to you about your audience, John, in the, the fact that with Monty Python and, and Faulty Towers woven into the baby boomers fabric, uh, how well does that translate to the younger generation, you think? It, it's the odd thing, isn't it? That once they get exposed to it, they like it. Uh, and so in America, where the shows are available all the time on television, we have quite a following among younger people. There'll be a lot of people in the audience who are college kids. And uh, that's nice because they're very demonstrative and they make a lot of noise. It's very nice at the beginning of the show where they, you know, they shout out and they uh, cheer and they're just very warm and enthusiastic. And when you walk on the stage, you get a reception like that. You feel good. You know, when I was young, you walk out, they don't clap because they don't know who you are, and you've no idea if they're going to like you or not. Some audiences don't like my sort of humor, and of course they don't. You can't do humor that everyone likes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's nice in my old age, as I say, to be treated very nicely by audiences. 
Uh, tell us a, a little bit about what to expect, because I, I, I've read a little bit about what I think you guys might be doing, but you know, I'd rather get it from uh, the horse's right end versus the other end. Tell me uh, a, a little bit about uh, what we're going to see mid-October. Well, um, it's, it's a mixture. We wanted to break it up as much as we could, um, so we do a few jokes and uh, play tricks on the audience at the start, which they like. And then we settle down and we have a chat, because people are a little bit interested about how we met. We talk a little bit about Python. Then we show a clip or two, and then we do a couple of live sketches, which surprises people, but they're, they're very good. They're not Python sketches, but they were written at the same time as Python, and they're really very fun. And then after that, we go and uh, I, I, I talk about my favorite scene of Eric's, and he talks about favorite scene of mine, and we do another sketch. And then we have a song, and we're, we're at the interval. In the second half, I come out, and I do about 20 minutes on my own. Eric comes out and does a lot of his songs, which are incredibly... Uh, the only thing, uh, annoying thing about um, touring with Eric is he writes these very catchy tunes, and I find that I can't get rhythm in my head during the day. I'm always... <laughs> And um, then he comes on and does music, and then we do Q&A with the audience, which is okay when the audience asks us good questions. But sometimes they ask us rather bland questions. Uh, it's much nicer if they're a bit rude and say, which of the other hates <laughs> you hate the most, or if they ask me why I can't stay married. Those sort of things lead to interesting answers, but when they just say, what's your favorite sketch? It's a, you know what I mean? It's not a very interesting answer. So we do Q&A, and uh, then, we, uh, then we do an encore, and we, that means we go about uh, a little bit over two hours, and there's about two hours and five to ten minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, here's one from left field. John, do you think uh, technology, as, as it's come down the pike here, do you think it's dumbed us all down? Do you think it's dumb society? And, and would you trade maybe, uh, <laughs> certainly phones, uh, for, for perhaps uh, when it was a little simpler? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was talking about this with, with a friend of mine yesterday called Rick Tarnas, who's about the brightest guy I know. He wrote a wonderful book about Western philosophy called The Passion of the Western Mind. And we were talking about how our lives are invaded by the technology. Mm-hmm. And um, I once read a book where uh, there, was a, there was a New York professor of communications called Neil Postman, mailman, postman. And he wrote a book called Technopoly. Technopoly. Hmm. And um, you only have to read that to realize we invent these things and we think that they're going to serve us and we finish up serving them. And it's as though they take us over and start running our lives. And I think one of the great problems is that people used to have spare time uh, when they could just sit around whittling sticks or they might go fishing or take the dog for a walk. Or, you know what I mean? Just, just hanging out. Hmm. And what's so good about that, particularly if you do it a little bit on your own, is it gives you a chance to process the emotions. You may have had a few upsetting emotions. I'm not talking about anything serious, but people being rude or getting stuck in a difficult situation where there isn't a good answer, that kind of thing. Those kind of emotions kind of build up during the day. And if you can have a period towards the end of the day when you're quiet, you just think about all that stuff. It kind of settles a little bit, you know? Hmm. We are certainly very excited uh, to see you and Eric uh, team up together and and bring us a, a lot of memories and a night of uh, of escape. Uh, I love the show. It's as simple as that. If they don't like it, Nick, they should stay away. 
<laughs> All right. Well, listen, it has been a, uh, a joy and, and a pleasure uh, catching up with you, John. Looking forward to uh, seeing you here mid-month. And safe travels for you and Eric, and uh, we, will, we will see you soon, my friend. Thank you, Nick. Thank you very much. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.